Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Something that I've liked, talked a lot about since coming home from my travels is like how sort of crappy I've been feeling. In recent times, I've been feeling amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. As in since you've been in the um, studio with us since for the you've last been in hour. The studio, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really got me thinking about actually taking care of myself, not only physically, but like mentally as well. And what sort of we all do as queer people, mm. battling sort of self-care every day and Sort of what we have Queer to, wellness. Queer wellness. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What, Sounds what, like a magazine. What, we all have to go what you sort of do to personally look um, after yourself. For myself, I really, really love cooking. Cooking is one of my all-time favourite things to do, but for some reason I just completely stopped doing it. Yeah, I've never heard you even talk about no. cooking. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you years? mean? Cooking. What? Like, I really enjoy being just sort of in my own space mm-hmm. and like not having anyone in the kitchen whatsoever yeah. and just sort of finding like a new recipe that I really think that I can absolutely kill and smash. I've started doing it and bitch, you guys need to come over for like a B- good please meal. Please invite me. Because like I'm getting into the food. It is fantastic. Frog soup. The thing that I really enjoy about it the most is that I can sort of not have to think about anything else in my day whatsoever, not have to think about what I have to do tomorrow. Yeah. And like, there's literally like an ingredients list and like instructions of how to like plan everything out. And so I can just really focus in on what I'm doing in that present moment yeah. and just oh. being present in what I'm doing rather than me doing a million things all at the same time. Yeah. And my brain is scrambled. It's sort of your version of like meditation. Yeah. yeah. That's you know it. what I like, call it? I wrote what? it, I wrote it on a post-it note yesterday. Yeah. Coincidental meditation. Yes. Oh, so true. I like yeah. that. Do you like that? I was yeah. going to, I was going to, um, Trade dinger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trade dinger. I love it. It is important. No, I mean, yeah. like, I, it's re- I guess what we're talking about essentially is referred to in the broader community as um, self-care. Yeah. But I think it's especially, and I think everyone should be practicing mm. a bit of self-care and looking at what they personally need for a bit of self-care. Yeah. But I think it's really particularly important in the queer community mm-hmm. because we have a lot of historical trauma that we yeah. uh, have bolted up. A lot of us, you know, some of us are still dealing with it at a very um, initial level. Some yeah. of us have sort of, you know, got some some scars that are, where it's healed over, but those scars yeah. are still there. You're right. It is really important to sort of find those moments mm. for, for whatever they are for you yeah. and sort of identify the signs of when you need to be yeah. planning some time because you're feeling like you're getting a little bit 
stressed yeah. and, and and those warning signs are sort of popping up that you need to sort of be um, mm. scheduling in a bit of time for whatever it is. Yeah. I, I've had people tell me a million times that I need to meditate and I actually... Mm-hmm. Traditional meditation is not oh, for me. It, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. I can't no. sit I can't, there and yeah, do that. Honestly. Um, and I had a big freak out mm. pre-Midsummer Festival where I was like, I'm cancelling Comedy Festival. I'm not doing the Sydney yeah. Live recording. Oh, yeah. I remember, remember that? Yeah. I just like got, I let everything that. get on top of me and I had a really yeah. good sit down with um, Kyle, who I do Granny mm-hmm. Bingo with. And he said, you know what you need to do is just eliminate the things that are not important for you. He said, yeah. for you, clarity and calmness mm-hmm. is, is being busy, but it's having everything organised and everything lined up yeah. and everything fitting in perfectly like a jigsaw puzzle. And knowing what is the next thing to do and yes. focusing on yeah. that. Yeah. So, so what I find for me is eliminating all of the white noise of things that I stress mm-hmm. about that I don't need to be stressing about. And so yeah. after I had this chat with him, I got rid of... I did a little post on Facebook saying, mm. I'm not responding to text messages or Facebook messages. Feel free to send them. And in several weeks, when I have some time, I might have a look at them and get back to you. Yeah. If it's important, if it's work-related, you can email me, you can call me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't want to be checking my Facebook all the time. I don't want to be checking my Twitter all the Is time. Is this because, yeah. not on the show anymore? <laughs> oh, I just realised. <laughs> I haven't noticed he wasn't here. I had to cut out the white noise. <laughs> but for me, getting rid of that white noise yeah. of social media and stuff was really, really helpful. Yeah. Uh, it Walking is, is the other thing that I really love doing. So I walk yeah. to South Bank and back every day from Carlton. It's That's a, so a good, good 45 minute walk. Do you listen music. to music? Yep. And yeah. just music, no podcasts, no mm-hmm. phone calls, none of that sort of I've stuff. I've never heard of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I've got my Dolly Parton or my yeah. silver chair or you know, whatever little mood that I'm mm-hmm. in at the time. Coincidental um, meditation. Coincidental I meditation. love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to I think you should dig- trademark I that. It's really good. I've had a, you know, anyone listening to the show. Or who's met me in real life in the mm. past four months? No, <laughs> I haven't had a great run recently, yeah. and so I had to do a lot of work in this particular area. And that's the thing; of, it's, of life. it's it's work. Mm. Like, yes. I think that's yes. what a lot of people don't realize is that you actually need to work on it to make it happen. Mm. Mm. I, I was I was out of my mind mm. for most of December yeah. and probably about half of January. Yeah, like yeah. literally. What I thought was self-care was, like, reconnecting with my community, you yeah. know. I was like, this is what I need to do. I need to be out. I need to be mm-hmm. having fun. And and so, I just painted over the top of it yeah. with drinking and, and ketamine. Mm-hmm. And just, These are a few of my favorites. <laughs> I'll get the voc- and a vocoder wrap and some frogs. Uh, you know, but I was out, yeah. like... Six nights a week, six, mm-hmm. and working full time and doing an iPod yeah. show. And I'd meet with my psychic, which is what I call my psych. Yeah. Because it's fun. <laughs> it's more fun that way. Yeah. And so I met with my psychic and he was like, you got to take better care of yourself. Yeah. And I said, what the fuck do you mean take better care of myself? I'm yeah, having yeah. a fucking blast. Having a great time. Yeah. yeah. And he said, that's not taking care of yourself. This is the worst you've yeah. ever been. Yeah. You're just slightly drunk and high right mm-hmm. now. But something that I learned about self-care that is like specifically tied to my like queer identity. Mm. And it was a real weird pinch of an Oprah moment was I realized I had trained myself to have these really incredibly unhelpful acceptance tools Yeah, uh, that I think a lot of us, and when I talk to my gay mates, they all have it too, where we taught ourselves when we were really younger and, and realized our sexuality and our place mm. in society, we went, okay, I'm okay with this. Mm, I yeah. feel like yes. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, my base level. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah. shit, and I'm okay with that because yeah. I gotta mm. be okay with that. 
because otherwise I won't survive. Yeah. yeah. So I'm okay. We have an extra. Me and Mikey here have yeah. an extra one because then yeah. we add in our color. That's it. And we go, yeah, okay, we're also thing. in this other bucket. Yeah. But I'm okay with it because I yeah, gotta yeah. be okay with it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, so true. Yeah. What happens is you get into an adult and you feel like shit all the, all the time, time. Yeah. And you go, you click those old tr- uh-huh. tricks in, at least for me. Mm. And I go, I'm okay with this. Yeah. I, I can't breathe properly right mm-hmm. now. And uh, my vision's a little blurry and I'm, I'm seeing mice that aren't really there, but I'm okay with this. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Mm. I've had a lot of shit and I just deal with it. Yeah. Self-care and like radical self-care, I think is this idea of going, no, I've just taught myself that I'm okay with mm. shit stuff. Mm. I'm not okay with it anymore. Yeah. Mm. I got to take care of myself. And what that means yeah. is I'm going to cancel on you here and there. That's mm. it. Well, and, that's, and, yeah, and, that's and, another really important part of it. Not feeling bad about exactly. it. And not feeling bad Being about- Being like, I need to cancel this yeah. because I need space and time for my and brain also, to function. Sorry to hit And no, also to, to <laughs> tell people, you were not fe- making me feel good. Yeah. Having a voice and being like, my self-care is telling people, mm. you were not making me feel yes. good. This situation- I don't like is this. N- I don't yeah. like this. The way that you... you yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, totally. I'm not going to internalize mm. it and say, I'm okay with this shitty feeling yeah. Yeah. anymore because I'd done that for... Dirty Done yeah. did this for, yeah. for 15 years. That's it. And it's not helped me. Yeah. I, I still take the ketamine. That's great. Mm. <laughs> I see some... I have some lovely time. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. I've, I've chilled out a lot. Yeah. My psychic has said, you know... Homework for me is cancel one thing a week. Mm. Just one yeah. thing. Tell one person, I don't want to go to spin class. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do it. It makes me that's feel bad. And, and, that, and that's, I think, a, a big part of it is whatever it is for you that you need to do, whatever, it, it will take time and you need yes. to schedule it in like it's a meal, like it is an essential mm. part of your week. You, you need that's to go it. to work to pay bills. You need to yeah. eat to live. You need to sleep to live. You need to schedule time in for that's self-care. It. And it might mean cancelling on yeah. friends. It might mean withdrawing yourself from certain friendship circles, either yeah. for a short period of time or a long period of time. For a lot of people, it probably also means um, withdrawing yourself from family situations. Yeah. I've definitely had mm. that situation in the past where I've sort of had to have a little bit of a pullback from certain family situations because yeah. it was giving me really bad anxiety. Totally. Um, if you're canceling things on friends, it's probably a good idea to give them a bit of a reason why yeah. so that they understand and you can come back in. It'll be a lot easier Just for you to come back into up. that situation yeah. and say, look, I will be okay. I'm not okay at the moment and I need yeah. to sort of put some time aside for myself. Mm. If it's not a particularly good person, don't tell them. Yeah, Fuck no, them off. Tell them, tell them you're going to the yeah. movies and you don't want to say that. Or tell them... They're yeah. a fucked person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. tell them, no, I'm exactly not going right. to this yeah. thing because I don't need that in my life. Yeah. yeah. I'm but don't just be doing stuff because you have this feeling of responsibility that you mm. must be doing stuff yeah. that you've agreed to when it makes you feel like shit. Mm. Yeah. One of the other things my psychic, I have to set. Every time like, I say psychic, I just. <laughs> she's got a crystal ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. She's got like a, an eight ball, just like she's shaking it. Like, she does yeah. the Medicare rebates and everything. She's great. But it's like setting a 15-minute alarm because it, it yeah. takes time. And, and when I walked in and started talking to her because I got a history, mm-hmm. you know, she thought I could deal with it like a normal person. But I said, no, you're, you're talking to a, a traumatized queer person of color. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, you can't spend a day by yourself mm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
start with 15 minutes mm. try working it yeah. up uh, 15 minutes yeah. of like caring about yourself that was something that we spoke about briefly like one night after recording and oh, with our brown yeah, brother drinks with our brown brother drinks just you and I <laughs> and just being like just just take that moment even if it's 10 minutes mm. 10 fucking minutes and try it and yeah. then build it up that's it um, another thing that's really good that I I'm not very good at doing this mm. and, I, and I probably a few times a year let, treat myself to this and Mm. And it does make me feel good when I do it. And I should try and do it more. Is just giving yourself a little bit of attention on the physical appearance side. Yeah. Um, Brendan McLean, the, mu- the musician, once mm-hmm. was staying with me, and I was really, really, really struggling. And I went and got a haircut, and I came back, and yeah. I just felt a little bit happier after the yeah. haircut. And it sounds so silly and superficial, but he said to me, um, "Darling, a haircut is as good as a holiday." It is. And I never treat myself to, to new clothes. I, mm-hmm. I wait six months to get a haircut. I am so shit at my, I, you know, I n- I've never been to it like a day spa or anything yeah. like that. But sometimes if you just want to give yourself a little bit of, if you've got a little bit of cash, yeah. um, you know, if it's payday or whatever, and you just want to go buy yourself a new mm-hmm. little bit of an outfit or this sounds really superficial as I'm saying it, but it no, does but work. No, I completely agree with yeah. you. I did the exact same thing. It was a week. Retail therapy. Let's yeah. Call it it yeah. was a week before the live show in Sydney and I'd woken up. I had the day off and I just got paid that morning and I was just feeling so shit about myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get my hair cut and I'm going to go get my nails done and I'm going to feel good and let someone else pamper me and not feel bad about spending the money to do it because that money could go somewhere else. But Mm. no, like I'm putting it back into myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And let's also just acknowledge that self-care in this instance is a very like privilege kind of position to be in. And for a lot of people that even listen to this show, the idea of like buying a new mm. outfit or something is is not feasible. No. Please don't feel bad about not having the money to buy new outfits mm. because all of us at some point are in that position Absolutely. and you are not alone. Yeah. yeah I, well, what I appreciate about this show and this topic is being able to provide other options because mm. I think as especially queer people of color or trans yeah. people who mm. uh, are maybe in financially more difficult positions yeah. or yeah. not as privileged positions in society yeah, yeah. that we are, they do a quick Google of self-care mm. and the first ones are like chat Facial, to a psych, yeah, retail therapy, yeah. go to a yoga class, things that are expensive. Yeah. yeah, They're fucking expensive. That can turn you off from the concept in general. Yeah. Even the term itself sounds like a white person thing, even yes. though yeah, yeah. historically <laughs> it was coined by, I think, a black woman of colour. I'm not sure. You know, back yeah, in the yeah. day. But... Uh, it's important to let you know that there are ways for you to take care yes. of yourself that don't involve mm-hmm. those traditional uh, ones that you you would see online. Yeah. And and if you talk to some of your, your best frog mates, I think, you know, you'll pick up things that your friends do yeah. that are within your community. And if, mm. you, if you're in the community online, uh, a lot of people online will also share with you, hey, I do this because yeah. this is what helps me and, and it doesn't involve a, a $200 psych appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I did yoga with my brother JB and, 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 and that costs like $35 a class. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Mm. I'd, I'd sob mm. through my jocks every, yeah. every time. But... That's a privilege. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, I was one of two brown people in that room. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's, it's really nice that we get to mm. provide, hey, there are other ways. Don't sign off yeah. from this concept yeah. and think this is for those people. Yeah. Self-care yeah. is for those people. Yeah. Um, because, 
Yeah, you see it online. Do you I know can't afford the, to look. One look of the best things I ever did for my mental health mm. was to get a dog, and and so, a lot of the times I take out for my walks and stuff is because I'm going with the dog for a walk for 45 minutes yeah. with the music in and that sort of stuff. And again, it's something that not everybody is in position to do. But do you yeah. know you can go down to the Lost Dogs Home or the RSPCA, and if they're not too busy, they will just let you spend the day playing with dogs. <gasps> if you're an animal tenets. person, yeah. If you're an animal person that's not oh. in a position to to have a dog in their house or to be able to, to yeah. you know, provide for a dog or a cat permanently on an ongoing basis, mm-hmm. you can go down there and just spend a couple of hours hanging out with the dogs or, or playing with the cats and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it sounds silly, but I have friends that do that often if they just need a bit of a chill I out day. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. One thing that I um, only realized recently that I had the ability and the privilege to do that a friend suggested because I was really struggling with the amount of work that I was doing and they were just like, well, you seem like you're in a really flexible job Mm. because you are open so many hours throughout the week. Why don't you speak to your bosses and see if you can go down to a four-day work week Mm. rather than a five-day work week? Because it clearly seems like you actually need an extra day to just sort of be with yourself. And I was just like, oh, Mm. I didn't realise that that was a form of self-care until I had done it. Yeah, And so I went to my bosses. I was like, hey, look, I'm so happy to work a 38-hour week. Can I do four days? And mm. they were just like, yep, no worries. And I was just like, oh, shit. I didn't, so you're like, doing the same amount of hours but yeah, it four days. Yeah, yeah amazing. which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like, it is a little bit of a longer day and it is Look, a little bit more stressful. Look, a lot of employers are but, um, introducing flexible working hours now, which is yeah. a really fantastic thing. The state government has also issued some gui- mm. guidelines for employers about how to provide flexible working yeah. hours. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Like, it, it, you know, chat to your employer about how maybe you can change what your work yeah. week looks like whether that is perhaps doing a couple of half days instead of a full day or or something like that if you are part-time. Definitely, that's a good idea. But yeah, it it really, really has changed my mental state just having three days off a week rather than two because Mm. I get that extra day to just chill out, do whatever Mm. I want to do. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's important. Really helpful. Mm. Mm. Getting good sleep. Having a yeah. chat. Like the other end of the scale is if mm. you're like really depressed like me sometimes <laughs> is the self-care is like have a shower. Yeah. I found like cutting my fingernails yeah. something that seems so like unimportant in the grand scheme of things. Mm. It's like giving yourself a little pad of like acceptance. Mm. Yeah. To be like, it's okay to take it don't it don't cost a thing. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's not a huge like physical exerting a thing which can be difficult when you're 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 like depressed Mm. um uh, that's it just taking control of things that you can in your life Mm. yeah hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
So, we've mentioned we're almost through Midsummer here in Melbourne, which is our LGBT Midsummer. Uh, it's a horror movie. Festival. Oh, yeah, no, Midsummer. I've come to the realization I think Midsummer is sort of like the gay natural selection. <laughs> in that, if us homosexuals can make it through the full two weeks oh, of events, booze, oh, yeah. trials, three weeks, <laughs> sex, and yeah. scandals. You know, we've we've come through. It's like our yeah. graduation. You know, trial by fire. Yeah. So something that's that, like I think is guaranteed to be going on whilst all this mm-hmm. midsummer fun time is happening is a lot of drinking mm-hmm. and a lot of meeting uh, the potential loves of your yeah. lives. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there's you know, a lot, a of, lot of matchmaking <laughs> happening out there on the D floor. Yeah. Um, I've been like going out to quite a few shows and it's reignited my love affair with beer. I've spent the only many... beer I like is Corona, and it's a bit iffy at the moment. To like yeah, that. it's so... hard to order a yeah. Corona <laughs> in these times. Dark days. But it, it, I've spent many an evening enjoying the company of, of alcohol. It's raised the classic question of how do I, how do I fuck good <laughs> when I'm drunk? Ah, mm. uh, yes. Uh, which has always been a problem for me. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you fuck better when you're not drunk? Yeah, absolutely. Ah. But... I find that the alcohol is obviously something that frees me up to approach. Yeah, it gets you there, then, but then... It- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I'm often in a sexual mm, yeah, uh, it gets scenario in, yeah, yeah, yeah. because of alcohol, but then I have none of the follow-through right, interesting. because of that. And, and like I've... What a conundrum. I'm very openly like on antidepressants mm. and a mix of medication, so yeah, I think alcohol cocktail. and that... It's an anti-cock tail. It made the cock not work. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't have said that any more gracefully. But yeah. it, it, it's a funny sort of battle between mm. being more free mm-hmm. to approach men and confident. And, and I actually feel more attracted and sort of hedonistic. Yeah. So I will want to kiss people and be oh, affectionate and boy, all of yeah. that stuff. But then the old no-no... Um, parts yeah. won't come to won't the table. Work. Yeah. Mm, you can't rise to the occasion. Or, or yes. on the table. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. I, I um, well, being having been single for several years, um, most of the sex I've had has been with alcohol and mm-hmm. slash or drugs. Mm. Um, Is there another human, though? And another okay. human yeah, as well. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> fucking the beer bottle, no. Uh, I definitely do, for the disinhibiting mm-hmm. approach, that initial approach of when you are at a bar, like, mm. I'm not going to soberly go up to someone on a tram and be like, hey, do you want to come back to mine? But if I'm at a bar and we've had several beers and I feel a lot more confident to do that. Mm. And I do feel like also in the bed, I'm a lot more disinhibited. I'm not so self-conscious about my body and the bits of my body that yeah. I find embarrassing and that sort of thing. If I've had a few drinks, I'm feeling a lot more confident to just sort of say and do what I what I physically want to say mm. and, and do. Oh, sometimes you say some real nasty stuff yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. drunk and yeah. having sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as you're not, um, you know, I th- the only time it sort of starts becoming an issue is if you're either depending on it or if you're regretting things that you're doing while yeah. you're having sex and and drinking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, so as long as you're not doing those decisions things. Yeah. As yeah, well, yeah, 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 like yeah. if you're not making respectful, mm-hmm. conscious decisions yes. because of your level of inebriation. Yeah. yeah. And I it's a hard thing a... to sort of make a blanket rule on exactly because of that. Like people have different 
tolerances, tolerances and yeah. act differently when yeah, they're when they're drinking and that sort of thing. And, mm. and and that's right, it does lead to people doing things that are not okay, either that are not okay to the other person or not okay to themselves um, mm. that they that they wish that they hadn't done the following day. Mm. But if you if you're able to sort of keep it out of that treachery, I don't really think it's a bad thing. No, not at yeah. all. I definitely personally went through a phase that I really identified that it was not healthy. Where I was, um, you know how we all go through phases of fucking lots off grinder and then you don't check grinder for a few months and you forget Kyle, about it. Kyle, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in a relationship. That's why he's The constant Kyle struggle. <laughs> oh, you know. But I remember like one phase I was, I was having lots of fucks off grinder or in the apps and the mm. saunas and that sort of stuff and I realised that every time someone was coming over I'd like be like oh hang on I just have a half a shower even though I was already ready to go mm-hmm. and then sculling like half a and bottle of... And then you drink of, in yeah. the shower oh my gosh. secretly. Well, I'd have like half a bottle of red wine before they got there like scull it as quickly as I possibly yeah. could. Like a sad secretary. Yes, exactly. No, <laughs> That's like so my mum and that you say that because I have this vivid memory of one of my first dates with my ex boyfriend. Mm. I think it was in my early twenties, and it was the first time he was coming over to like our apartment and like the day that we were going to do it. And I remember being so nervous about it's it. So because you dated guys before you'd fucked them. I've never done that, but yeah, keep going. Like only, oh, but yeah. And I was I was so nervous, and I remember being like, I'm going to the bathroom, and like running to the kitchen, and being like, this is what they do in movies. Yeah. And I did like two shots of vodka, and it was so disgusting. Yeah. But I just like just having that vivid memory of like this is going to help me. Yeah. <laughs> did like, you throw up? No. Oh. Vodka's disgusting, but no, it didn't. And I think, look, if you're doing it when you're first having some of your yeah. first sexual experiences, that mm-hmm. it's okay. But I, I found this thing that I was doing it like I was ha- having a hookup yeah. probably every second day oh, yes. and then sculling half a bottle of red wine, mm-hmm. sometimes in the middle of like a Saturday afternoon <laughs> while the guy's in the Uber on the mm-hmm. way over. And then I have to like quickly brush my teeth and, yeah. and it was a brunch at the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, for me, that's sort of, I identified that that was not a healthy mm-hmm. behavior and had to curve that. Totally. But yeah, mm. I would say generally probably like 90% of my single sex, like sex while I've been single, not having sex yeah. by myself, <laughs> yeah, has my, probably been my self-love alcohol related. <laughs> alcohol related. But that's because I often, you know, you meet people when you're out yeah. at a bar or yeah, you go always. you know, well, date Wellington. is often at a bar. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I can't think of a time I've had like a hookup that didn't have at least mm. one standard drink yeah. in yeah. me. But I think if you get to the, the point where you're yeah dependent on it and also- hiding that behavior like doing mm. it secretly mm-hmm. because you're trying to fit it into somewhere where it shouldn't be yes. yeah. in a, yeah. you know in a sad secretary sort yeah. of way yeah i had a, a stage where i was drinking like every single day like i'd drink mm. to the point of drunkenness mm-hmm. every single day and i met this guy that we had like a long-term relationship from it mm-hmm. and it gave me that oomph to like talk to him and ask for his number blah, 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 blah. and I told him oh, I, by the way I drink every day mm. so I j- I'll just be drunk yeah. all the time <laughs> and he thought that was me being like facetious quirky. and yeah. quirky yeah. or whatever and then we came home and he saw that I used to keep wine on the bedside table. Just like open the front door. It's like clink, clink, clink. <laughs> yeah. Like I used to have a glass of wine when I woke up. Oh, like geez. I'd have a cigarette and yeah. a wine mm. at like 7 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. and then get ready and go to work. Yeah. And he said, like, oh, I thought you were joking, but this is like that's a problem. This yeah. is yeah, a problem. That's, yeah. that's a wider problem than just a sex. sex yeah, it's thing. not it's really a... on topic. No, no, but so, it is though, yeah. because it still means that the mm. sex you were having was mm. probably always on alcohol as well. Well, we realized after we'd been dating for like three weeks that we'd never spent time together sober. Sober. Oh, so was that really sexually awkward when you tried it? or like, yeah. um, no, it was fine. I mm-hmm. think you get the rhythm down when you're drunk, you, you know where the holes are, you know where you're going. <laughs> It was it was all right. Yeah. But it was a strange realization to go, I don't know if I've ever interacted with this person sober. Yeah. And how is my perception of that or how do I perceive them yeah. 
when I'm not under the influence mm -hmm. of something, will that be different? Yeah. Mm. I guess that's maybe something that plays into having sex yeah. when you're drunk. Mm. Like, how would you perceive that person if you were not? Would you still, uh -huh. you know, yeah. be down the D mm -hmm. if you were sober? Mm. You know, have you ever made that sort of yeah. decision where yeah. you're like, oh, I'm drunk and, mm. you know, it's there, so... Might as well. I'm just, might yeah, as well. Yeah, but I don't know if that's alcohol related. I think that's more the emotion that I'm in at the time. Yeah. Like, I've probably mm. also done that sober where I've just sort of been like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, mm. I also don't apply too much importance on sex. So, like, I don't... Just because I'm not desperately in love with someone or it's not the hottest person I've ever met, I'm not going to be too upset about the fact that I've had sex with them as long as we both had a fun time. Yeah, you know I feel I mean? like a lot of... And we've spoken about it before in previous episodes, but a lot of gay guys make friends by past sex yeah, a lot of my fans yeah. have come from sex. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have some exciting news oh. which is related to this topic. Oh. And I'm not ready to talk about it in the main topic yet, but oh, I'll share yeah. it. Oh, you share it with the premium. I'll share it with the uh, paid listeners. So I'm seeing somebody, oh. uh, which is very exciting. First time in a very long time that I've heard anything this serious. And he is beautiful and also a very lovely person. But yeah, the first <laughs> time, few times, the first several times we had sex, I definitely was like, I need to have some drinks before this. Oh, because, yeah. Yeah, because of that self-conscious yeah. thing about my body and his body. And then as we've gotten more comfortable and the relationship's got a lot more serious, um, I've really enjoyed rediscovering hetero heteronormative life heterosexual sex uh, you're boring sex no um, <laughs> I've really enjoyed discovering sober sex and also just like morning fucks when yeah. you're sober and like him coming over after work and just like straight away like dropping his pants and us fucking straight away completely sober Lord. and feeling sexy like me feeling sexy not being drunk does that make mm -hmm. sense yeah and not having to have that edge taken mm. off to feel like no, someone yeah. finds me attractive like he's just totally fucking into me booze or no booze mm -hmm. uh, which has been that, really that must be a really, nice feeling. it is really <laughs> <laughs> he said that it's so amazing. earnestly <laughs> oh, oh, I kind of have a uh, it's a kind of a drunk sex story but I wasn't the one that was drunk it was like back in Brisbane what? so it was like in my early 20s right mm. and I was chatting to this guy for a few weeks and it was like 11.30 at night or something. He's like, oh, come over. He lived on the other side of town. And he's like, come over, come over. Like, let's hang out. And I was like, no, because you just want sex. I'm not about the hookup life. And he's like, no, no, come over, come over. Like, You said that up. to him? Yeah. Okay. He's like, come over, come over. We'll just watch a doco or something. I was like, no, like, I'm That's too poor for a cab. Yeah. That is cool. And then he's like, I'll pay for your cab. Just come over, hang out. And he like wore me down. I was like, oh, fucking hell, whatever, fine. Didn't pay for the cab group. Um, <laughs> but um, he lived in this like giant kind of Queenslander house. And it was like he had like five housemates. And he lived around the back, like in the bottom half with like the laundry and stuff. Ended up hooking up, like watching the stocko and stuff. And then he went what to the bathroom. What documentary was it? It was like so... David Attenborough. I don't know. Okay. Like <laughs> but, uh, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he... Power move there. So we like hooked up. And then he went upstairs. Like, oh, he went to the bathroom or something. And I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's been a while. Like, where is he? <gasps> and then I was like, okay, where where is he now? Like, and I was like, okay, the time is going. And then I texted him and he left his phone in the bedroom. And I was like, okay. And I went outside to the hallway and there was no one in the bathroom. And I was like, where the fuck is this guy? Oh my God. And I was like, I'm not like, and I was like, okay, well he has to come back to bed. Like all the stuff is here. He's not going to just leave me here. So I was like, okay, I'll just try and sleep. And I just couldn't sleep. And I was like, well, fuck, he has to come back. So I was like, I'll just go to sleep. And when I wake up, he'll be here. And I woke up at like 8am and he still wasn't there. <gasps> and I was like, 
what do I do? <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, fuck. Like, you want to play chicken? I will fucking wait here. <laughs> like, and yeah. I just waited and waited. I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? And I'm like, not about to go. Did you not? Oh, his phone was still there. It was the still whole in the room, time. so I had no way yeah. of like contacting him. Also, I couldn't like get a cab because I could barely afford that cab to get yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck is this guy? And I was like, I'm not about to go exploring this house because I know he has like five housemates. I'm like, that oh would be God. so fucking awkward. So I'm like, waiting, what? waiting. It's 11:30 a.m. And I'm like, it is daylight. I was so, so awkward. And I was like, fuck. And I like, text my friend Annalise. I'm like, you have to get me out of here. And she's like, I'm on my way. I'm coming now. And then I had to go out the back and there's like a gate. And I had to do this whole walk of shame kind of thing. And I just felt like all these people watching me out the front window because it's like on full view. I had to climb a hill to get out of yeah. there. And I was like, just fucking drive. And it was so awkward. And then like a day later, he texts me and he said he was drunk and he passed out on the floorboards upstairs. Oh my gosh. And then he asked to see me again. Oh my God. <laughs> and I said, no. But yeah, I remember the story recently because I saw him him at a cafe in Sydney. And I was like, so triggered by like at our Christmas party. Also, you I'm were so there excited the whole it's only taken us a year and a half to hear a Kyle sex story. Right? <laughs> but yeah, I felt like this was like a fucking plot of sitcom. No, that's like it was like, yeah. yeah I have very... so many questions wow. about this. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you were like... Grimes, no, you were like, and Azealia like, I felt Banks. like so because, like, I never, like, I was not the like hookup type, like, I wouldn't, and it was like a... the one time I was like, such a bad experience. It's such a mystery, too, because you're like sitting there going, Okay, and I was like, Is it me? Has he done like, a is runner? he just literally you... surrendering his phone yeah. to me because he's like, I'm that bad that he doesn't want to come back? If you do a runner, you don't do, yeah, generally do a runner from your own bedroom. It's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of self doubt, yeah, and yeah. you're gonna t- you take you, yeah, oh my god, that's oh. crazy. <laughs> How long were you there? Sorry, I'm not so I was there from like. 11 the night before to like 11.30 a.m. the next day. So like 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and what? So like you had sex for like 20 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't like even 20. like full sex. It was just like... Yeah. A little risky to David Attenborough. So you spent like 10 minutes <laughs> with this guy. And oh, the God. other 11 and a half hours, you were alone. Just in fear. Naked and alone. <laughs> I love fucking to naked. In a laundry. <laughs> so that's wow. me sharing. <laughs> so drunk sex can go either yeah, way it's is not, what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, because I was sober. And I don't think we need to bash drunk. ourselves up. I think it's, people sort of feel bad when they have drunk sex or if they have a, like a drunk hookup after. And mm. it's not necessarily a bad thing as long as everyone's consensual <laughs> and no one's regretting what they're uh-huh. doing. Yeah, and knowing your own body. Yeah. Like, I know my own body and I know I, mm. I can perform in a certain way and not in oh, other like ways. You know so, yeah. yeah, I know my limits and I just won't entertain that mm. sort and of And also pathway. knowing you're uh, having a really, um, and it's, this is a really important thing for everyone, queer and not queer, your safe sex decisions that you've made that what's right for you. Uh, so, whether hmm. you're a, where someone that uses condoms or if you're somebody that's on prep, uh, or, or whatever it is that you you have decided is the right way to to have um, appropriate sex, mm-hmm. that you know that you're not going to fuck that up by drinking. So if you know that you are a condom user, but you sometimes oh, forget you to use up. condoms yeah. when you uh, maybe you should be looking at taking mm-hmm. prep because that might be something that that is yeah. a better system for you. Or know yourself like that. Mm. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. One time I got so drunk, I went home with this guy and then fell asleep on his couch. And then he filmed me <gasps> snoring oh. Oh. <laughs> and mm-hmm. texted it back to me I mean, the next crazy. day. I it could have been worse. It could have yeah. been worse. But he did the same thing. Like, he made me leave. Like, I just <gasps> woke up in the living room asleep and realized what an awful, like, mistake I made. <laughs> and, like, I knew that the polite thing to do was just to excuse yeah. myself yeah. from that situation. But then he texted me the video after I left oh, of me snoring yeah. just in his house. Goodness. 
And I have not seen that guy at the <laughs> Sydney cafe yet, <laughs> but I'm sure Mardi Gras is coming up. We've got a show. Yeah, oh I hope boy. he's there. Oh God. <laughs> mm. um, yes. And that's enough embarrassing stories for me for an after show. <laughs> embarrassing. Um, that was I can't great. wait to hear another one next January. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why, we'll make it a yearly thing. Yeah. We'll make a night of it. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. And thanks for your subscribing money. Subscribing to our Patreon. We really appreciate it. Mm. Please get tickets to our Sydney show. Yeah. We'd really like to see you there. And it helps us do more shows in other fun places. Yeah, yes. Rhymes with schmizbun. The show we've said so many soon. lovely things about yeah. tonight. Uh, of the sub... The, not the suburb. Brisbane's not a suburb. What a is city. it? Might as well. A city. city. Oh, Gold Coast. <laughs> it's a city. Yeah. The other day anyway, I didn't know what month it was. Thanks for listening. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>